Hello, we are finally here, and that is an understatement of night. Uh, this is the Nemesis Project, uh, where we talk about every Resident Evil game, and tonight's episode is the Resident Evil 2 Remake one. And we have a special guest with us, Will from Daily Dorks. Hello, Will. Hello, how are you doing? I am doing great. I am tired because work sucks, but I am here. And also you had to wait for me like for an hour <laughs> to get my mic working. <laughs> it's all good. I have which, which I apologize for. Oh, don't worry about it. I have a Coca-Cola here, so I, I was fine. I was oh, okay, good. thirst up. And back again we have Zach. Hello, hello. And we all love the Resident Evil uh, franchise. Uh, most most of the games we love. Some are just, you know, terrible but funny and amusing to play. But tonight we are talking about Resident Evil 2 Remake. This game is fucking amazing. Uh, I just want to put that out there. Um, Will, are you, since you're part of the Daily Dorks, is there anything going on with the Daily Dorks lately? Uh, no, not really. We're kind of like in hiatus. I've been very busy with like work and stuff, and you know, I'm just kind of. I, I don't. I'm, I'm taking another one of my unannounced breaks. I guess you could call it. But yeah. uh, we're coming. We're coming back eventually. Nice. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, everybody. And Zach, uh, your streams. I know you were streaming Survivor. Well, yeah, Survivor last time, right? Uh, I streamed that uh, last week, and then I streamed Sunday. Uh, actually, you were there for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Resident Evil Two remake, so we could have some footage and stuff that we could put mm -hmm. in the YouTube's. Yeah, everybody, we're on YouTube, by the way. So if you go search on Game Journal. Uh, and then you find a Nemesis project where we have Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 2 1998. But uh, let's get into the road of uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake development. This got announced in what? 2015, if, if I'm correct, right? It was either that or 16. Yeah, because I remember in E3, they, they wore a shirt and they had like a video at the Sony press conference, I think. Where they just like took took off the button button up and it was like we do it, and then <laughs> I don't remember that part. <laughs> I don't. That's where I kind of like draw a blank because I remember them going, you know, speaking in Japanese, and then out of nowhere they just pull off the shirt like they're Superman and they're like we do it, and I'm like cool. <laughs> what are you doing? And then they show Resident Evil Two on the uh, TV and everybody went nuts. Yeah. I think I think that might have been 2016 because 2015 was a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just I feel like that would have been too long ago. Well, this we've been waiting for Resident Evil 2 remake for what like 17 years. Well, what, when did when did Resident Evil One remake come out? 2002. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, if I guess we've been waiting since then. I never really thought about it that much, but. Um, yeah, I guess that's about how long we've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much after they did the We Do It shirt, either in 2015, 2016, we didn't get a trailer pretty much until 2018 of, hey, it's coming out January tw uh, 29th, I believe, or 28th. It might have been the 25th. I think it was E3. That was like the first time we ever got any footage for it throughout mm -hmm. all that time. And I... I yeah. What's yeah, up? I think it was the last E3. Um, I think it was 2018. Cause it, didn't they have like a trailer where it was like from the perspective of a rat or something? 
Yeah, yeah, like you couldn't really figure out what was going on, and then the the shell fell over because a guy was like wrestled with a zombie, and then he died, and then mm. yeah, the, it's pretty. I'd say it's a pretty iconic trailer now. Yeah, yeah, and then, then they showed the PlayStation One console, and everybody went nuts. Like that was even when that got shown on the uh, the trailer, I was like, okay, it's a PS One game. What is it? Until I saw the zombies, when I was like, oh. Is Resident Evil 2 Remake, the one we've been waiting for for a long time. But, uh, yeah, and then after that, it was pretty much smooth sailing. It's We're not going to have a lot of history on the development until later on, probably, when we find out the you know what happened behind the scenes. So, I just know that there was a following for Resident Evil 2 Remake since the first remake came out. And for some strange reason capcom was like we're not gonna do that like capcom was like konami back in the day and now konami <laughs> now now konami sucks and capcom is like amazing because they made monster hunter that's great resident Evil 2 remake that's great and now devil may cry 5 that's great so. well i wouldn't go that far because they were still making good games around that time it's just uh i think what happened was uh, the sales for that remake disappointed them back then. Of course, when you only put it on one console and it's the lowest selling one, what do you really expect in returns? Mm-hmm. So. And, uh, Will, you played the first remake, correct? I have, yeah. Uh, the Will. Well, oh, yeah, you know, I, you're talking about Resident Evil, uh, the GameCube one? Yeah, the Resident Evil 1 remake. Yeah, I, that's, that, for a while, that was actually my favorite one. Um, I, I really got into it once the HD remake came back out. And, um, yeah, that's just, that game is, to me, like, for the longest time, that game has been, like, the pinnacle of Resident Evil. And now we're in a weird time, because it's like, you got these other two games. You got Resident Evil 7 and, and Resident Evil 2 remake that are very different, mm-hmm. but are also still so very, like, Resident Evil. So, but yeah, the the original one for GameCube, that one was amazing. Yeah, uh, I said last episode that, like, Resident Evil 1 remake, uh, I... I like it for what it is, but I prefer the the PlayStation 1 one because when they started changing things up in Resident Evil 1 Remake, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Everything's so different, and it freaked me out. And then uh, Zach was telling me that it, you get like so, so many unlockables where you have invisible enemies and shit, and I was like, nah, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, those modes are really fun. Um, well, the invisible enemies one's a little annoying, but... Uh, I think there's a mode called Real Survivor, and I think that's the one. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's the one where you have to, if you put it in this item box, then it's then those items are stuck in that item box. Like the item boxes aren't linked. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That that mode is it's fun. It makes the game even harder. But mm. you know, it's it's really fun. Cool. Yeah. So uh, let let's move on to um, the differences between Resident Evil 2, uh, 1998, and remake. Uh, we already talked about. 1998 uh what was different about the remake who wants to start uh zach if you want you can start because there's there's so much that i still don't even remember about this game oh yeah well i mean first off obviously it's just like the the perspective and how the game works now which is like strictly third person over the shoulder Mm -hmm. and like now there's still like some inventory management stuff in play but at least if you play standard or uh novice whatever the easy mode is 
you you get a lot more item space, you more hit pouches and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, standard is more of like they give you more items, but I also feel like they still stick to the survival horror where if you use your bullets uh, like too much, you're you're screwed. You're like shit out of luck. And hardcore is more even more fucking terrible when you uh, you know shoot at the zombies and you miss and you're waiting for ammo in like a 10 to 15 minutes later or 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, uh, the standard mode has that adaptive difficulty too. It's the only one that has it. Cause I think the other two modes have like their own curve. That's always in play. Mm -hmm. So even standard sometimes can get kind of rough. I can remember, uh, you know, the first time you fight Birkin, uh, Every time I fought him, it was, like, super easy. And then this one time I was doing another playthrough, I was doing awesome. I had so much ammo. I had so many supplies. I went down there, and for whatever reason, he just was absorbing shots like crazy. And I ended up using a lot more ammo that time. Wow, that, that's funny you say that, because I was, I was texting Joe the other day when I was playing Scenario B, and that's exactly what happened to me. I wasted all of my ammo on Birkin. Mm -hmm. Like, 20 <laughs> shotgun rounds went went on him and then i and even i think i even had the magnum at that point and i wasted all my magnum ammo too oh can we really talk about this really quickly about that fight when i i brought the matilda first and i was like oh there's handgun bullets down here and then if you play scenario b you get this m19 handgun and both uh the matilda and m19 bullets boxes look the same but if you look really closely it says n19 on it mm. and yeah when I was fighting Birkin, I was like, oh, I got the Matilda, I got these bullets, and I go, you know, point my gun at Birkin, and, and no bullets are coming out. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm trying to combine, I'm like, why ain't this combining? Then I found out there's M19, and I had to restart everything again, because I was trying the whole not saving thing. Yeah. Well, the boxes say, they're colored a little different, but they actually say they're 45 APC rounds, which hmm. Matilda does not use. Yeah. Is that how it works for that the whole scenario B? Like, all the handgun ammo you pick up is specifically for that new handgun, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> yeah, it, it really fucked with me. Um, obviously, the difference between 1998 and Remake is the inventory system. Uh, it sticks with the Resident Evil 7 engine, where it has your slots and then it has your like quick draw if you hit on like up down or left or right d-pad you can take out whatever weapon you want right away um i dislike the inventory system i kind of like the flashy old ones where you know it looks like you're in a computer system in your mind doing all <laughs> yeah. the in inventory system yeah uh what do you guys think about the inventory system uh, uh, it, it didn't really bother me too much. Um, I think we talked about this like on a stream or something. I, I, I prefer a lot about the old games, but to me, the inventory system is kind of just like a cosmetic thing. Yeah. So I didn't mind it too much. Um, I, yeah, I'd say the only thing is probably just from a nostalgic, uh, nostalgic point of view. I, I like the old ones better, but I, I think the new one's fine. It's essentially the same thing. It's just like uglier, I guess. Mm -hmm. Zach, what do you think? Uh, I kind of feel the same way. It didn't really bug me any at all actually it was just like oh this is just how it looks and that was kind of it <laughs> yeah um i know <laughs> there's a lot of funny mods out there especially with mr x being in a, a thong 
uh, a speedo, pretty much. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> or Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there is a mod where you could have... It says the old school inventory system, but pretty much each box has the color blue from the old inventory system. So I'm like, that's not... That's not the old system. Don't don't try to debate me on this. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, there's a lot of mods I want to do. I want to do the RE3 uh, mod. I want to do... <laughs> I want to have Thomas the Train chasing after me. Because I think it's funny. Uh, and I also want to do Naked Leon and Naked, <laughs> Naked Mr. X. Because... Just because. I think it's funny. Uh, yeah, I, I stumbled upon those by accident on the on the mod whatever that website is that they have the mods from um yeah i don't really understand people's fascination like i i expected claire nude mods which i i found i'm like okay this makes sense but then it's like oh no leon too mm-hmm and, and mr x <laughs> in the song <laughs> <laughs> i just think it's funny because you know you, you see this terrible big dude created by umbrella corporation just chasing after you in a speedo and I just love the part where he's like bringing up the helicopter and he's just like in a pose like, hey, guys, kind of chase you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else is different. Obviously, the perspective uh, is different. Uh, oh, the, the pretty much the map of the PD is different. Uh, small differences, but if you played the old Resident Evil 2, like it starts to become familiar with you even though they change up a lot of things um if you see the ramps when you first come in it kind of resembles not the ramps uh the stairs resemble the ramps in the old game you had the ramp going up to the desk and then you had the statue in the in the front but now in uh remake you have the walkways to the statue and then you had the stairs which makes way way more sense because yeah. before that made no freaking sense it's like you get in that main hall and it's like how do you get upstairs it's like all you need to go all the way to the left or the right wing and just go all the way around and go up some stairs over there in the fire escape or something instead of there just being a set of stairs there mm -hmm. <laughs> and did you notice that when you go up those stairs they put like a red ladder there just to kind of be like hey you guys remember the ladder from the old one here's a ladder <laughs> yeah like, i actually didn't notice that that's that's cool yeah there's like small touches that are there um they had the library that's there the star's office wasn't that on the bottom bottom floor of 1998 no it was on the second floor and yeah. it was on the same side of the building too okay so that got it right i because they changed it up like a little bit i always thought it, uh, it was always on the bottom floor but maybe that's just my mind getting fucked up and everything uh scenario a they had the liquor come later and scenario b they the liquor was in the spot that it was supposed to be from 1998 i thought that was pretty funny yeah <laughs> yeah they got me with that one well I, not not the one in the uh, the, in the hallway mm -hmm. but uh the, when you go to do the jewel puzzle, uh, you know, with the book and the arm in that, that side of the police station, and the like in scenario A, I was like, oh, the liquor's to come through the ceiling here, but then he didn't. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess I guess they took that out. And then in scenario B, he came through and he killed me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
a lot of scenario B really fucked with me. I, I'll just say that because I played scenario A a lot of times before I did scenario B. And when scenario B came around, I'm like, this Rex is coming now? There's a liquor here? Why are there so many fucking zombies in my way? And <laughs> th that's how I felt throughout the whole thing. Oh yeah, they just straight throw you to the wolves in the B scenario. It's it's pretty difficult at first, even on standard. Mm-hmm. Oh my my god, I, I I could imagine what hardcore is. Well, I'm it's... gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys haven't played hardcore yet? I played hardcore uh, the A scenario. I didn't play B. I have been. I just started. I'm not done yet, but I'm gonna play through and go do B as well. Oh man, good luck. I I, I couldn't get out of the gas station. <laughs> oh. I kind of got used to it, actually. I, th I think it's pretty fun. It's just challenging. You just got to, like, keep in mind a few things. Yeah. Yeah. The th you know, I wasn't used to dodging zombies in this game, uh, you know, when I first started. Because, like, I'm, I'm very... I'm not going to brag here, but I'm very good at dodging zombies in, in Resident Evil HD. So I'm like, how hard can it be in this game? Mm. And it's, it's, it's not... It's not that difficult, but on hardcore mode, it feels a lot harder. Like, I, I feel like they move faster. They do. Yeah, so it's... Yeah, it's, it's not fun. But the zombies have reached like Dalsum in fucking Street Fighter. It's annoying. Yeah, it's crazy. They call uh, it the magnet grip, I think, is what everybody calls it. <laughs> um, more of the outline of the place. Uh, when you go into the basement and into the lab, uh, I really liked how they did it. I felt like in 1998, it was a little longer getting to the laboratory. And I feel like in Remake, they kind of just say, oh, here's the basement. Oh, here's the sewer. Boom, laboratory. I don't know how you guys felt about that. Uh, I, I felt, I don't know, I felt it was kind of uh, this, I mean, I didn't really notice too much different about it other than like, oh, the sewer section is expanded upon a lot. Some people don't like that. They don't really like the sewer. Mm. I don't mind it. I thought it was interesting because it was so different, so. I just don't like the shit monsters. The poop monsters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah they were they were not in the original as far as i'm aware they were kind of annoying but uh yeah i don't know i, I thought the sewer was all right um i actually like as of right now i feel like i didn't like the lab as much as everything else the lab was yeah. shorter yeah it was definitely shorter yeah yeah it felt it felt very short very kind of like almost rushed at the end and um also i, I just think i just think the you know, when it comes to that, the police station is just so much more interesting and it's so much more iconic mm -hmm. that, you know, to, to start with that and go to the sewer, you know, which was expanded and, and was pretty good. And then to end with the lab, I don't know, just like by comparison, it was kind of hard to live up to the beginning of the game. Yeah. And then um, the boss battle, I mean, I'm trying to think you had Birkin and then you had Mr. X and then you had the, <laughs> then you had that Crash Bandicoot. uh uh, gator uh, boss fight <laughs> dude that was I, that threw me off I was like why are we all of a sudden like running towards this? what is going on here the whole perspective changed mm -hmm. um, I mean it was cool you know it was, it was a little off putting because it kind of doesn't really jive with anything else in the game in terms of like the gameplay but um, it was cool I'm glad they included it still I guess yeah I kind of wish they went the old school route of just you could either waste all your bullets on the, ga the gator or you know bring the guest uh, thing down and shoot it in its mouth but uh mm. what else was i was gonna say the plant monsters are 
are weird. They're like I, they're like mini Groots chasing after you. Yeah, that whole part almost kind of reminded me of of Dead Space. Mm-hmm. It was very. I I, I I seriously I felt like I was on the the Ishimura at some points. So I'm like, what? This is so weird. These they were cool enemies. Um, but it was just it was just kind of odd feeling for a Resident Evil game. I was waiting for like the little Shabahara plant monsters to attack me, but <laughs> I was disappointed. Uh, before we move on, is there anything that you saw that was different from uh, the old one and the new one before we move to voice acting and cutscenes? Zach? Uh, yeah, I got something, but it's not really like something I noticed so much. It's just. Uh, uh, how some people reacted to the uh, perspective change with the game and stuff like that. Um, where <laughs> it's funny because like when we got that that first trailer that actually kind of showed the game a little bit, then that that th it brought the hype up to the surface, you know. Mm -hmm. And then everybody started speculating, well, oh, is it going to be is it going to be fixed camera again? Is it going to be pre-ordered backgrounds? And then it's like, no, I don't think so. At this point, I highly doubt it. But you really did have people that really believed this that that was going to happen, and then the the gameplay came out, and oh my god! Like so many people on the internet, like it's not nearly as many as what it would seem like. It's just a loud minority. Um, they lost their shit, and they're like, well, "I can't believe this! I don't want to play this game now. It's not fixed." I'm like, "Did you really expect a fixed camera angle at this time? You and, know the, the year controls. we live in." That's not going to happen, man. We're done with that. It's just not coming back. <laughs> yeah, I, I was one of the people that really wanted it. Um, but when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, this is fine. This looks good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I wanted it too. You know, I still love that, that kind of gameplay. Uh, but, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine with it not being that way either. Because I know it's like a, most people don't like it. Most people for some reason, can't really wrap their head around the controls and never really get used to it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, the argument people always make is that those the the fixed camera angles kind of added to the horror element, like the tension, because you, you felt like you didn't have control. But, you know, it's 2019. There are easier and more interesting ways to make a game feel, you know, to, to, you know, to get that horror feel. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know, I just... It was it was definitely a nostalgia thing for a lot of people. I think like I wouldn't I wouldn't have minded either way, but I'm totally satisfied with the way it came out. Yeah, to to me, I felt like they nailed it though in terms of like uh, the the scares or the atmosphere, so to speak. Because like the problem before was it seemed like when they were making all these over the shoulder games, and that includes like the Revelations games to an extent, they couldn't really figure out how to get you as well as they used to, you know. And this time they actually thought about it more like, oh, well, you know, when you're walking around in real life, you can't really look around blind corners or, Wait. you know, you can't look behind you. It's startling when a zombie grabbed you from behind because you just don't know he's there. But you know what? Yeah. You still get that with this perspective because there are zombies where you're like, dude, dude, just going down the hallway. And then all of a sudden the zombie just pops out of nowhere like Randy Orton doing an RKO on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And even Mr. X, I have a video on YouTube of me just trying to look around and stuff, and I'm still running away from Mr. X, and then Mr. X just comes out of nowhere and just punches me in the face. The camera yeah. kind of kind of fucked you a little bit. I saw that, yeah. But like that that was your fault. But it was that like, you could also blame the camera. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, Mr. X got me good at one part. He, uh, I, I was trying to get away from him. I was I was in the 
the save room by the you know the photo the photo uh developing save room and he walked away and i thought he like left the area because i heard his footsteps stop so mm. i was like okay cool i can get into the weapons locker now and I, as soon as i opened the door to the weapons locker he was just standing in there and he just punched me right through the door <laughs> i like <laughs> i like the one that zach was uh he was walking down the hallway and mr x just comes out of the door and just punches him in the face <laughs> i had i had no warning i didn't even hear footsteps you were there yeah <laughs> just i just walked through this door and then all of a sudden bam yeah that was badass but yeah I, I agree i mean imagine if this game came out and <laughs> they did pre-rendered backgrounds tank controls and fixed camera angles you know how many of these like millennials that probably uh not millennials just people that don't play or never played any of the resident evil series they would be shitting on this game so much all the fortnite kids they'd be yeah. like what the hell is this crap mm-hmm and be like back in my day this is what we fucking liked. <laughs> you... really i'd just like to see what a game like that would look like now from like an artistic perspective because the the uh, Resident Evil One's remake and Zero look really nice still to this day, even if you just boot it up on a GameCube. Yeah. Well, I, I know they're doing the mod on fixed camera angles, but I don't know about pre-rendered backgrounds. That would be pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw a little bit of the the fixed camera angle mod. I mean, it looks cool, but um, I, I, I honestly I think I think the new camera angle they did a really good job with making it like like the camera angle now like yeah it's over the shoulder but i don't know the way it feels it, it definitely functions differently than you know the camera in resident evil 4 like what what i what i like a lot is when you're running from mr x a lot mm -hmm. you know it always sounds like he's right behind you and what you can do is especially if you know like the area ahead of you is you know free of enemies and stuff you can you can pan the camera around but continue running forward to the point where it show it goes almost into that crash bandicoot view from like the alligator where you, you're running towards the screen and you can see right behind you where this dude is and i, I did that quite a few times and you know it, it didn't help me to know where he was it just scared me <laughs> dude liquors scared the shit out of me when they're chasing yeah, same thing me. with them same thing with them man it's uh, they're fast before we move on to voice acting will do you have any final things you want to say that's different from the old one i mean there's we could we could talk about that forever i feel like there's so much that, that's different um no, I mean, I just, I, I, what I, I just really like how they remixed the, uh, you know, all the old stuff that they cut out, and then they threw a lot of those scares, like the liquor coming to the ceiling and stuff. How they put all that stuff into the B scenario, I, I really liked where they were able to, you know, remix all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I agree, and I, I also agree. We, we could talk about this section for like literally three hours, and I, I don't think we have the time for that. <laughs> um, moving on to voice acting, we'll cut this pretty quickly on that in the old resident evil games and zach and, and i know you will will contest to this uh shitty voice acting <laughs> Back. It, it's pretty bad especially in the first game and survivor yeah i'll agree with that i mean it gets better in revelations and i, I want to say it did get better in dead aim and code veronica even though code veronica was kind of silly <laughs> especially with steve uh, wait, wait. <laughs> Steve and Alfred were pretty awful. Yeah. And Barry Burton and <laughs> Watch out, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this hall is dangerous. <laughs> were you, were, were, Joe, were you there when we were when I was streaming it? 
mm -hmm. and I, I did the whole uh, voice acting mod from you can mod the the original voice acting into the HD remake. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. I, I love what what the hell was the one line? There was one line that like killed me. Oh, it was the Richard line. Because like oh. I, I when 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 you so if you use that mod for the the HD remake when you're fighting the snake, Richard doesn't have any voice lines in the original to use for there. So somebody just took the part where he was like, ouch, and put it over when he was getting eaten by the snake. <laughs> it was so good. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man, I love mods. Um, yeah. The voice acting in the remake was interesting because it was good, but it also had that campiness where it was like, oh man, Leon, you sound like a fucking idiot. That's yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember like, there was some that was uh, weird, but every time Leon got bit, like he's he, he sounded like he was saying like, "Oh, fooey," even though that's not what he actually said. Like he didn't want to curse, but like when Claire, when when she gets mad, she's cursing up a storm. You're like, "Fuck this!" You know, goddamn zombie, I'm asshole. Not... Yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she cursed a lot, and I love it. It's it's funny too because I noticed all that in the well I didn't notice the cursing so much but I, I noticed in the trailers they they just had like odd reactions to things like like when Leon especially he has odd reactions throughout the whole game, um, but yeah like I'd be playing it and he I I just ran like there'd be zombies and I would aim and just out of nowhere Leon's like fucking asshole <laughs> and I'm like what the hell man <laughs> I get Leon's it it's a zombie. Leon's reactions are funnier though, because yeah, because yeah, they're so odd. Like sometimes it just sounds like he's complaining, like <laughs> like he's a woman that broke his nails. He's like aiming. He's like, God damn it, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, like like the voice acting wasn't bad. It was just the way it was like their tone of voice and the things they would say in in the scenarios that they were in just were very odd to me. Like. I still think like Japanese directors were like directing English speakers to say this stuff. I mean, like, well, if that was the case, then compared to uh, the original Resident Evil, my how far have they come? Because I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, man, that first Resident Evil was just. I, well, I, I was actually thinking about this too when when I when you first asked me to be on the podcast because I was thinking about the voice acting, and um, I mean, like, just think about it for the time. Like Resident Evil was, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Resident Evil was like one of the first games to actually have voice acting. I feel like it was that, you know, Metal Gear. And I'm sure there's a bunch of others I didn't play, but like um, Resident Evil was one of the the most high profile games to have voice acting. So for the time, I mean, you, there was nothing really to compare it to. So I guess it was good at the time. But uh, 1998 that, was a big year for Sony. Yeah, well, that's the other thing too. It's kind of hard. Like you, you have this game Metal Gear that comes out, and and the voice acting in that game is pretty good. It feels a little rushed at times, but it's it's pretty damn good, and it holds up to to today's standards, I think. And then you got like this game Resident Evil that comes out over here right alongside it, that's, and you got lines like you know drill, like it's, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean, with the remake, like the campiness was. Uh... You kind of chuckle because I think they were kind of not into like, hey, we knew we had shitty voice acting, so we're going to make this like a B-rated movie kind of dialogue. And that's what I got out of this game. I didn't... There were serious points to it, uh, especially when you're playing as Sherry. Uh, that was a creepy-ass fucking part of the, the game. Oh, yeah. I must... <laughs> yeah. But, uh... 
like other times, like Leon, he had that whole uh, link in the first Zelda, like, excuse me, princess. Like, that's all I kept on thinking every time Leon uh, was talking. And um, what do you think of the cutscenes and just how each model looked for each character? I really like what they did with Ada. I really like what they did with Sherry and William Birkin. I agree. Uh, Zach, what do you think? Uh, I like the way everybody looks. Uh, I didn't have a problem with any of that. Uh, some people were complaining, like, oh, they changed the faces. They ruined Claire's face. <laughs> she looks nothing like how she used to. Like, they, specifically her, she got a lot of flack. And it was like, they, they would make comparisons to, like, the C stills of the CG cutscenes from the original game on the PlayStation and shit. And I'm like, that's that's like 20 year old CGI footage. How can you even compare that? <laughs> it's fucking asinine. The only thing I'll say is that Leon kind of looked like a member of the Backstreet Boys. And... He always did though. <laughs> yeah. True. I Maybe I just think of Leon more in Resident Evil 4 as like a badass than Resident Evil 2. He still had that, that wonderful hair that makes him look like a backup Backstreet Boy. Yeah. And then Claire had that weird smiling at wrong moments kind of thing i guess but, but it's like if you go to take a look at the uh face model uh that they you know took inspiration from like it's basically her face she has that same kind of deal where like her smile is kind of big it's kind of like overdone but that's just how she's that's how her face is structured mm -hmm. so you can't really fault them for that that matches the person yep well you I I have to look at her again because I I didn't play Claire first. I played Leon, and I remember people coming into the stream saying, like, yeah, Claire is always smiling at the wrong moment. And um, I think I, mean, I, I saw her, I saw her, uh, you know, her 3D model, the, the actress who portrayed her or whatever. I saw her, like, once, and they, they look similar. But there is something off about the model of Claire, I would say. Like, it's she's the only character in the game who like i i think she looks nice but at the same time i also think she kind of looks like she has like botox or something like there's something just weird with her with her smile um there was a part where uh two parts where sherry's dying and she's like smiling be like don't worry sherry i'll get you while doing like a smile i'm like you bitch fucking stop smiling she's dying and she can't help it when the Botox kicks in, man. That's just how it goes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about there. I don't recall that. <laughs> Maybe my game was bugged, but then there was, like, the part where the, the final battle of uh, Birkin, and she was, like, smiling at uh, uh, Annette. And I'm like, why is she smiling? Like, it's I not... Don't, I don't recall her smiling during those parts. I think, I you think should... you're on, I think you're on the reefer, man. Hold on, let me check. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we shouldn't call it smiling, but it was just like this jovial look that she had. I mean, I she, eventually she took so much joy in fucking blowing away all these monsters. It's it's become enjoyable to her. I don't know. <laughs> it's enjoyable to me. <laughs> you just love Claire. I I mean, yeah, but like, yeah. also like blowing away monsters. I I agree with that. Um, in in the violent way not the other way oh god um we're gonna move on to scenario b in our outline where we just talk about the story and i and i have them in sections uh i i feel like we're gonna go free flow on this section uh what do you guys think of how it started 
starting off with the grocery store and then going on to the street where pretty much the semi truck comes and crashes into them. Uh, you mean the gas station? I would like for one to start in a grocery store one time, though. That'd be pretty great. <laughs> yeah, the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to kind of point this out right away. Uh, Leon's at the gas pump, and he sees blood on the floor, on the car and stuff, and he's just acting normal, like, filling up his gas and stuff. And he's like, oh, I wonder what's happening in here. Like, wouldn't you be like, oh, shit's going down? Like, you, you kind of felt like Leon didn't know what was going on, pretty much. Just like in the original uh, Resident Evil 2, where he's like, oh, I'm going into work, it's my first day. And he still had that feeling, even though seeing, like, the gas station in a post-apocalyptic uh, chaos and everything. And he's just like, you know, pump on fi uh, five on, you know, pump five. And he's just sitting there. Well, I mean, in his defense, he doesn't actually know what's going on. He just pulled in to get some gas, and he just kind of sees something weird. He's like, what the hell? So he decides to, like, go inside and see what's up. And, well, he did train to be a police officer, so maybe he's just trying to actually do his job. <laughs> I think I'm just being picky. but <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I feel about it. But you know what, maybe I'm just biased because I've been in this situation before, but since we're replaying this situation, like at the same time, I'm like, you idiot, it's a zombie apocalypse. Of course there's like cars and the store is all mangled up. Uh, but, he, but he doesn't know that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get to the character, man. You gotta, you gotta look at it from his perspective. I gotta roleplay like Leon and be a whiny, yeah. whiny little bitch. This is a role-playing game. <laughs> Some people actually think that, by the way. Yeah, and they're stupid. <laughs> Wait, what? What is the what's the argument there? It's a role-playing game. Uh, people believe that it's an RPG in a way, and I'm like, there's no level on, there's no leveling up, and there's no quest or anything. I'm like, where do you see your RPG in this? There's basically, no basically there's no ignorant people that don't actually know anything about video games of play walking simulators actually think that i mean it's a role-playing game in the sense that you're playing a role but i mean that's not what really people associate role-playing games with. it's like got to do with you know stats and, and like what you said it's quests and stats and, and all that stuff yeah <laughs> that's weird people are odd yes people are very odd. The, inter the internet is odd um the pv section i did enjoy because of nostalgia um, there was no backtracking at all. Like, you could pretty much take whatever route you want. Uh, there were some items that you could pretty much skip around if you wanted to. But how did you guys play? Did you explore and wanted to go in each room and get all the keys? Uh, yeah, I tried to do everything that I possibly could. Um, I mean, I also it helped that I was streaming it a lot of the time. So you guys on the stream were helping me whenever I met, like, I think everyone on stream helped me, but the whole, uh, uh, what's it called? The stars badge. That's mm -hmm. like a USB drive. And then it had like some other like secret thing you had to get with it. Like people helped me with that, but yeah, I'm, I'm so bad at like finding my way around in these games. Like always, always lose my, my way. Uh, and the fact that the fact that this game didn't have fixed camera angles and everything was open actually helped me in this game. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I did too much backtracking. I just kind of went wherever I felt like going wherever it would let me yeah and the game was kind of linear in a way like even if you did 
rushed through the PD section and then you went into the basement and then you came back up, it kind of gave you a second chance being like, hey, uh, you didn't really search through here. Do you want to do it? And you just say, fuck you, I'm still going. <laughs> and, and skip a lot of items that, uh, like, the two uh, keys for, the like, the locker room that you can get more items, like an in inventory space, a knife, and bullets and all that. That I did. That I, I made sure to do once I found out that you had to get those like keys or whatever to fix the the keyboard. That I made sure to do because I was like, I need I need some some freaking weapons up in here. Mm -hmm. Zach, how'd you play the PD section? Um, I pretty much you know went off memory somewhat and then kind of learned new layout as I went. Um, there is backtracking because you'll find a lot of doors that are locked and then you're like, oh, it's just like before. I got to find the suit keys and go here and there like this there's a steam blowing through this doorway I, how do I get through the steam uh, stuff stuff like that and then yeah there's all like the little optional uh, kind of extra items you can get if you want to put in the work to do it you can skip a lot of items and not pick them up and that's one of the things that drives me crazy about watching other people play this game be it on a stream or in real life how people just skip over stuff and it's like there's there's fucking bullets right there, man. <laughs> like, that's important. That's also the stuff that gets you killed. <laughs> it can, but I don't know. I mean, I guess I got so good at this game, it's just I don't care. I just run through all this shit and just get everything. I don't know. <laughs> like, mm. There was, uh, in both of your streams, uh, that I kind of went like, oh, man, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I know uh, a lot in Will's stream when you first played it, because I already played it already, uh, and... My pet peeve, and this is nothing against you, this is pretty much any streamer that I watch, is like when I know uh, something right away, I kind of want to say it, but I know the golden rule of backseat gaming, and I tried not to be like that guy, be like, hey, you're supposed to do it this way, and like type it really quickly, but you you ended up saying, hey, I need help. <laughs> yeah, I had some, like some, most people get that rule, and which I appreciate. Some people kind of just come in and they just assume like, like we're 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 doing a walkthrough here or something, and we want to get through it as fast as possible. And and I, I get both sides of that because it's like you know, as a person watching it, I guess it can get boring a little bit when you know, because I was lost for for a good like twenty minutes, I think, mm -hmm. when I first played. And and I was I thought I looked at everything, and it turns out there was just an open door that I didn't walk through. But uh, yeah, no, I I appreciate you not backseat gaming, but I did ask for help eventually because you know it's. It's it's it is still pretty different from the original. So like, you know, I, I thought I was gonna go into it and be like, I'm gonna be able to do everything because you know I I remember resin I remember the original vaguely, but mm. no, there's there's enough that's different in this game that you you kind of it's gonna take you it's gonna take you some time to really get acclimated to it and, and figure it all out. Yeah, it, look, because it was so different and you still had your backtracking here and there. Not as I don't think it was that bad as it was in the old game, but there definitely was backtracking. But you had your statues that you had to get the medallions for to open up the statue. You had the jewel room. You had um, the famous... <laughs> that helicopter scene where it just came out of fucking nowhere and decided to blow up on the the, uh, the, the PD section. I mean, everything was so familiar. And I think the PD section was, like, really, really good. And it ramped up pretty much when Mr. X came. And if you play scenario A, Mr. X shows up uh, after you 
put the water on the helicopter and if you play B he literally comes within the first five minutes of the game and that really fucks with me um what else Zach that you want to bring up in the PD section um let's see uh I don't know I kind of liked uh all the new rooms they added like the the locker rooms and stuff and the the third floor um bathroom finally yeah there's finally bathrooms in this place um that whole other side like around where the uh uh chief irons office is at that that was all like new uh, floors and rooms there um also like the hidden items you could backtrack and go get if you bothered to try to figure that out um, oh what so you can get the creepy picture of uh, rebecca chambers and wester's uh, <laughs> desk I just now caught that, like when I when I played the hardcore stream recently, I was like, "What the hell?" It looks like there's a film roll in there, and then it doesn't give you the item pickup indicator to get it. You just have to know to try it. What do you think? What do you think Wesker was like? It's like, yes, Rebecca, basketball. I, I, love don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. That was in the original game too, and it's just like, uh, you know, it's weird because like I think. Uh, I think Wesker's like kind of old at that point. Well, not old. He's like in his mid thirties, I think, around then. So it's like he's like leering on like some girl who just hit eighteen. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to infer from that. I mean, he but, he is like a freaking psychopath, so you know, maybe it's true. He's, maybe he's a pedophile too. <laughs> yeah, but she's, she's not a pedophile. She's she's well, that's legal. true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, well, she's legal in the game. We don't we don't know when that picture was taken. Yeah, oh, that's true. She might have been in high school. Oh my god! I think we just cracked open a case here, dude. I mean, yeah, uh, seriously. Like, what? Well, well, was it the same picture? Because I didn't get it in the remake. But isn't she in like a soccer uniform or something? No, she's like wearing like gym shorts and like a little like uh, jersey with a t-shirt kind of thing. And she's yeah. stretching, so you could see like an arm. She's not stretch. She's not stretch. Well, yeah, she is stretching in the new one. In the old one, the old one, was... she, she had her hands in her like legs area. I remember that. Or she yeah. Maybe it was like her high school like soccer team photo or something. I don't know. <laughs> but um yeah, like I like those extra items you can get like the um you know, if you're playing Leon, you get the flame fuel canister, flamethrower canister and uh you get the extra weapon upgrade and you you wouldn't believe how many people miss that. They just they don't figure it out. I will tell you this. I did not fucking know that you could take the shield and open up that little uh, glass container. Oh, this, this, the little stars badge thing? Yeah, yeah. That, that too. That's another one that a lot of people miss. Yeah, I had somebody just come into the chat and just straight up tell me how to do that. There was and, a... Uh, well, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no it's fine. It's fine. Okay. I was going to say, one of my buddies, I watched him play like in real life. Uh, I was kind of helping him out a little bit because it looked like he was having a hard time. <laughs> and, like... I noticed he had like a bunch of items in his box and he had like, you know, that little, um, the little blue box you put the red jewel in to get the stars badge. Uh huh. He had all that shit still in his box and he was in the sewers and I'm oh, like, oh my God. what are you doing? He's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, put that thing in the box. And he's like, okay. And he's like, oh, what the hell? I'm like, yeah, you, <laughs> he missed a whole gun and a bunch of other shit because of that. My God. <laughs> his boss battles must've been crazy. They were pretty, he was cutting it pretty close. It was like skin of his teeth all the time. Yeah. Um, 
Will, anything on the PD section you want to bring out? No, I mean, just as a whole, I thought it was, I thought it was really, really good. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't dislike any section in the game per se, but like, I, just the PD section, I thought was was awesome. Yeah, it and was, I... it was the, it was the best part of the game. The whole, especially when Mister X is there chasing you around, like, which is actually why I like, as difficult as it is, I like the uh, the B scenario so much more because you get so much more of that you know he's basically there from the beginning um constantly chasing you and that was just that was just the best part of the the game yeah mr x mr x kind of like puts a lot of tension and i'm dreading for resident evil 3 but i i want to play it because of nemesis because nemesis is going to run and shoot rockets at you so if mr x was just walking and fast walking and trying to punch you i could imagine what nemesis is going to do and it's going to be for the entirety of the game yeah well at, at least up until like almost the very end because like i think nemesis is there basically up until like good like 98 percent of the way and then he turns into that blob monster or something <laughs> yeah uh, and quickly to mention before we move on the pd section marvin had a bigger role uh, instead of just sitting in the locker room saying hey i guess you're not having your party uh he kind of says that in the new one but he he kind of saves you at a certain time uh it was a great nod to marvin like hey marvin yeah he has a bigger role uh moving on to the basement uh and sewer section uh, william birkin first fight when i first saw him i was like holy shit this is fucking amazing but then like the first uh battle that you had with him was kind of annoying uh i thought where you were just running around and you had to shoot him in the eye and every time he tried to aim for the eye he would like move it like he was like wiggling and shit uh that's one of the problems i have with the game a little bit is the aiming uh because of the zombies always moving but i guess that's in, in a sense that's kind of realistic in a way like if you were in a situation zombies would be shoveling and these mutants would be uh going crazy so you would have like the tension of trying to aim at the the person but uh what'd you guys think of uh the birkin fight uh will you go first um <clears throat> i thought it was all right i uh, i get what you're saying about the aiming thing uh, -huh. uh it, it is like the, the enemies move a lot especially when i was playing the go the the, uh, the whole i missed a lot but I, I i don't find it as annoying when i miss it for some reason i can't really explain why but um, probably because it's just so satisfying when you actually do get like five headshots in a row. But uh, yeah, the Birkin thing—you you notice the issues with the aiming. I think a lot in the boss fights. Um, he was he was very annoying to hit. Well, it also depends on the gun you're using. Like I, I just because I was so scared the first time. I'm like I'm in a close space with this guy. I got to take this guy out as fast as possible. So I switched to the shotgun right away. And um, the shotgun, you know, was all right. I I. I you don't really miss with the shotgun although the way the shotgun in this game works it it doesn't have very good spread damage so i guess you kind of can miss with it mm -hmm. but um but yeah i just straight up went with the shotgun on him and in the a scenario it was all right in the in, i was telling you before that in the b scenario i wasted 20 rounds of my i just straight up emptied my entire 20 rounds into him and he was still going and then i had to waste my my magnum ammo on him yeah, the, the M19 threw me off, so we talked about that before. Where I had to restart the whole game and do that fight yeah. again. Uh, Zach, what about you with the William Birkin fight, the first phase? Uh, I liked it. Uh, I know what battle it was kind of aping in the first game. It's the one where uh, 
I can't remember. Yeah, when you play as Leon, you meet him in the same form too. I think depending on how you play, like uh, you, you'll meet Birkin, and he just has like a pipe, and he's he's at his smallest uh, size at that stage, and and that one it, it's like super easy. You just you kill him pretty quick if you just hit him mm-hmm. a few times. But like in this one, it was a little more challenging. Like I know I said before, I kind of beat him very easily, but I feel like that was because the adaptive difficulty was doing it. But um, yeah, when I played in hardcore, yeah, he took a little bit longer to actually down, and it can get harder the further it drags out because eventually he'll flip out and start hitting pipes in that area, and it causes a bunch of steam to like permeate the area and it obscures your vision and stuff. Yeah, and then he starts to like jump like a uh, you know Incredible Hulk and then pop out of somewhere else and grab you, and that can get annoying. Um. Yeah. What were you going to say, Zach? I was agreeing with you. Oh, okay. Um, c- kind of quickly, we could go to the second Birkin fight. That fight pissed me the fuck off. One, that crate that you move around with the crane and stuff, too fast. I I've, I, I thought, because when I hit the button, I'm trying to like lure him in where the, uh, the crate is and then try to move out of the way, but every time that crate hit me, and it was annoying, but one I found the, a strategy where you just had to use the flash grenades and then uh, shoot him down where he kneels and shit, and that's how he would, you know, that's how you would defeat him. What about you guys? Um, what did I do? I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think, yeah, I, I think like once <clears throat> the first time I did that fight, I did not know what was going on, and then I eventually realized I'm like, oh, I have to hit this button to to push the the crate back. Uh, once I did that, I just, you know, would run around the area shooting him until I got him to fall down, and I'd immediately just beeline for the, the button, click it, and you know, I think I think in, on the normal difficulty, it's just you do that about two times and he's done. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the first time though, I, it, it's it's cool. It's, it's a little it's a little, uh, it, it's funny. It's almost like it's designed to not be difficult, but like because I was so scared because I'm like shit, I'm stuck in this area here. He's he's right on my tail. He's chasing me. I didn't realize at first that you could hit that button. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he actually killed me the first time. Because mm-hmm. I didn't even... I'm like, how am I supposed to fight him around this giant crate? But, uh... But, yeah, then I, then I figured it out, and, and he died. Yeah, the whole intensity of that uh, was crazy. Zach, did you uh, pick up on it right away, or did you have, like, me the trial and error of trying to defeat Birkin in this second phase? Um, no, I think I actually did figure it out pretty quickly. Oh, so I'm the dumb one here. <laughs> I mean, I, I can remember what happened. I kind of walked in the area and like, I saw everything and I'm like, I'm in this little, little tiny space, you know, that you have, it's like a big, uh, I don't know, like a scaffolding or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I, I saw the computer there and I'm like, Oh, okay. I see how this is going to be. This is going to be like a scripted boss battle thing. <laughs> I guess it's just where I played so many games and just and that stuff. Like I, I can just pick up on stuff like that immediately. Usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Um, there was a lot of trial and error in this game for me, probably because I'm not a good gamer, but whatever. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm not a pro gamer. I'm not, not MLG, you know, 360 no scope. <laughs> um, not a lot happened. I mean, we could talk pretty much about the Sherry scene where <laughs> the Chief Irons was like, 
hey, I got Sherry. She's hostage. You got my damn pennant. Bring it to me, or you know, nothing will happen to her. And then you kind of go into Sherry at the orphanage, uh, doing this whole creepy uh, puzzle thing because she's not too strong to take down a cardboard and tape on the wall. That she... puzzle's dumb. That's the only puzzle I don't like in that because it just doesn't. It, it's so dumb. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, also, wouldn't this guy who's you know really intent on holding her hostage, you know, check to see whether or not there's like a hole in the wall. <laughs> no, he's too busy thinking about stuffing that girl down there he captured. Yeah, that's the mayor's daughter, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that's another creepy scene. Um, then you he... have to play as her in the ghost survivor mode, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think I played that one yet. Yeah, I, I didn't do the DLC yet. I did the two oh, survivors, okay. so... Um, but yeah, like, that scene was, I know on hardcore it's a little hard, um, but on standard it's pretty easy, just, you have to hide while he's looking for you, then grab the keys and then get out of there, and then William Birkin's like, hey, that's my daughter, and fucks him up, and like, impregnates him with the uh, monsters in his stomach, which I believe are the, the poop monsters that go to the sewer, if I'm correct, right? Right Yeah, there. I think so, I think they're called mid mature g's which sounds really fucking weird that sounds like a rapper name like i'm <laughs> i'm mature g bitch like, <laughs> that, that that's awesome i kind of want to make that my gamer tag now yo why why are these scientists so bad at naming things <laughs> i don't know i i just think japanese were i just don't know i'm just gonna leave it there <laughs> i still call it poop monsters just because that sounds better to me yeah yeah, and then the poop monster, like, in the original one, it's like you have this boss fight that is, like, on a bridge. And in this one, it's, it's kind of like you have four of them, but you can just totally just ignore them. You don't have to... I think there's, like, one you have to fight because he's in your way, and you can just shoot, shoot the eyeball. You can ignore them. It's kind of hard to sometimes, though, because they, they grab you sometimes and you try to run past them. Mm-hmm. And really, in that that area, I mean, it depends on how I guess how good you are, or how much the the uh, adaptive difficulty fucks you. But you gotta have some sub weapons there, or something. It's harder for Leon. You really need sub weapons if you're playing him. But if you're Claire, you got some flame rounds, your grenade launcher, you'll be you'll probably be okay. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, yeah, Claire has such an easier time with her weapons, like between the the grenade launcher and then that electric shock weapon that she got whatever it was called spark um, shot yeah those dudes go down so easily with those things mm -hmm. so easily I well that. yeah when leon gets the flamethrower it totally torches him it's, it's yeah. pretty much made to kill those things yeah implants yeah the, the ivies too yep um the quickly ada's thing i think that was another uh part of the game where i was like oh man i don't want i do not want to do hacking of using this device to find the fan controls and the, the door unlocks i kind of just wished that i was just ada going to point a to point b and stuff i did not dig the whole hacking the system kind of thing what do you guys think about that um yeah i'm not i actually didn't really think about it too much but i, I agree i would have rather just been out there you know attacking stuff shooting people and things mm -hmm. but also, I died like twice during that part with the, the hacking. 
because I kept like once I got put in the um, once you get locked in that room, mm -hmm. like a net locks you or whatever in the in the in the incinerator. Like for the life of me on the first play, it took me up until about like the last five seconds to actually find the first thing I was supposed to hack. And um, yeah, and I just died. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zach, what about you? Um, yeah, I thought the hacking stuff was a little hackneyed. Uh, just didn't really, I don't know. I don't really feel like it was all that. It seemed like kind of a half-baked idea, I guess, but it wasn't offensive, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I would have rather just played like a, maybe a more straightforward, uh, kind of run with her, uh, picking up a little bit more ammo, maybe, maybe solving some puzzles specific to her. Like it could have been like, I don't know, maybe if it was something more like there's kind of a fairly difficult puzzle you need to solve with her, she could do it. Maybe she uses her little hacky bullshit to help her. Mm -hmm. I think that that maybe would have been better. Why couldn't she use her hacky bullshit to just like hack our way out of the parking garage? That's True. a very good question. Holy because fuck. because the RPD has the best security system, brother. They also have USB dongle for their SWAT team. <laughs> that exist in 1998 now now usb did exist back then but it was definitely not widespread yeah and yeah i i don't i think maybe the first time i saw a usb drive was in like 2004 or 5 or something i was like i was like why do we have these like fancy things in 1998 i'm pretty sure usb back then was really just used for like uh extra devices for your computer like a external cd drive or something not like yeah. There wasn't no little thumb drive. That that shit just did not exist. <laughs> yeah, and then it was hidden in like a jewelry box because just because it's a Resident Evil game and it has to be difficult. It also feels like something you'd get in like a loot crate, like the whole like oh look it's a stars badge. Dude, oh, they should have done that. Like if you ordered like the collector's edition, they totally should. That would have been yeah, that would have been cool. Like I remember <laughs> I I used to subscribe to loot crate and right now I think I got like a Game of Thrones like stark how stark usb device i'm like oh that's really cool it's, it's not very useful because it's kind of hard to plug into things but <laughs> um like that's what it felt like to me i'm like this just feels like a loot crate item that would be sort of useful yeah uh other than that like the basement and sewer section i thought was like a, a good little bridge to pretty much the the conclusion of the lab uh which we're gonna move on to the lab now uh we did talk about the plant section um plants look like mini groots and stuff it was interesting on how they did it will said it looked like uh dead space uh creatures uh, and i agree with that um i did like the section where you were going into like west wing east wing and north wing it had that iconic scene where the the i mean they added the elevator in the middle but wasn't there something different in 1998 where you had to put like a key in the middle um, it was like a big fuse or something to reactivate the power in a certain area. Yeah, so that was interesting. Uh, I did not dig the whole, I guess, tablet thing that you put into, like, you had to find a, the radio frequency to turn on certain lights. I thought, oh. thought that was annoying. I kind of liked that. I thought it was kind of a neat little puzzle. Yeah, I thought it was alright. I just, I liked the noise it made. And yeah, it was, it was a relatively simple puzzle, mm -hmm. um, but it was it was fun. I yeah. enjoyed it. It had the iconic uh, scene where you had to go in the cold room, and then Leon mm -hmm. Leon had to make a stupid. And he's like, "Oh man, it's so cold in here." I'm like, "Yeah, Leon, this is why they called the cold room, you idiot." 
I think he said like, oh, I should have brought my parka or something. But you know, hey, that actually lines up with kind of the snarky little lines Leon has in like Resident Evil 4. Where's everybody going, bingo? Like, <laughs> your right hand comes off. <laughs> he was so, he was preparing, man. He was preparing his for his stand-up comedy routine. He's always had little smart-ass one-liners, see? So they remembered that. <laughs> then you're going to find out Leon Leon's going to have like a Joe Rogan podcast kind of thing, the Leon S. Kennedy experience. Yes. <laughs> like, that would be amazing. <laughs> He's like, yeah, so I went to Spain and all these guys are just fucking weird. They're all just trying to kill me, man. <laughs> I did DMT that day. Um, <laughs> uh, the lab... Uh, what? I mean, there was a final Birkin fight. Did you? I, I thought it was pretty good. It was definitely different than what um, 1998 was. But I also feel felt like it was underwhelming. Like, it didn't have a good payoff. But then you find out, like, it actually, they throw uh, in scenario B where you get to fight, like, the blob uh, Birkin. Uh, what did you guys think of the third phase of William Birkin? You're talking about the first lab fight, right? Yeah. Um, it felt like a Bloodborne boss fight. <laughs> like, the way he transformed, I was like, what the hell is this, man? Like, I need a dodge roll right now. Yeah, and I wish we had a dodge roll in that game, I will say. Just because everybody had magnet reach and stuff. I, I feel like you might, not to go off topic, but I feel like you might get a dodge roll mechanic in, in the 3 remake. Because 3 is the only game that kind of has a dodge mechanic from what yep. i remember yeah so hold on to your butts we may get it <laughs> yeah i mean i don't i don't remember i remember at least from my experience i remember people not liking it very much it was but um yeah who knows maybe you know maybe we'll get a a, a dodge where you all you have to do is hit square you dodge or roll around zach what about you what do you think of the first lab birkin fight i thought that fight was uh kind of tough actually it actually took me a couple tries to uh kill him in that form i'll admit it just because uh uh i don't know why but at first i just didn't uh, it didn't register with me that to hit him in all the eyes i actually thought it was there were so many i thought it was just like bullshit like it was just part of his design or something because mm -hmm. normally bosses in modern games just have one big fuck me light on it that you shoot <laughs> i'm not used to there being like seven all over his body or something yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was actually the first Birkin fight that I actually defeated really quickly, and I was like, uh, that's it? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it took me two tries, though, but yeah. And then, I just liked how he got angry and he started throwing shit at you, and then I just kept on hiding, and I was like, ah, you suck. And I just kept on shooting him in the eyes, and that, that's pretty much what you had to do. Yeah. Um, some, a quick note, like, before you do the, the fight with Birkin, the first one, like, Annette hits him with this, like, splash gun or whatever. <laughs> this chemical that knocked him out for, like, a good minute. And instead of just, like, moving away from Birkin to go talk about what happened, they just have a conversation right next to him. And I'm like, just, why? <laughs> just move away. It looked like he died. Well, don't think. It's like, yeah... <laughs> Didn't they watch Halloween or something where Michael Myers just keeps on getting up? Dubs, you got a roleplay. Remember, Halloween doesn't exist in this universe. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that dude's really good at pretending to be dead. Like, he, he even did it when he was still human, when he got, like, gunned down. Mm-hmm. He was, like, yeah. 
So you, if you watch that video footage, you're like, that dude just got annihilated, like instantly dead. And then later on, it shows a cutscene with him and Annette, and he's like walking around, like riddled with bullet holes, and he's like, ah, they took my stuff. <laughs> I'm like, you were dead. What the hell? He's like 50 Cent. He got shot and still alive. Kind of shot like 900 times. <laughs> yeah. Um. Ah, what else? I mean. That was in the sewer scene, the whole, you know, puzzle with the uh, chess pieces. I thought that was pretty annoying, but, you know, nostalgic in a way. Man, I I, I got annoyed a lot. <laughs> that was another example of how they remixed things, because I, I, rem I remember, like, in the, in the original, correct, the first Birkin fight happens right when you're about to solve the, the chess piece puzzle, which is in, it, it's like in a completely different area in the... In Resident Evil 2. So if it was, if if they did it the same way in the remake, the chess piece puzzle would have been right where you fight Birkin for the first time in the remake. Mm -hmm. If I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another example of how they change things. It's it's so hard to like re like keep because I haven't played the original in so long, so it's so hard to like remember where like things were here and there and stuff like that. As we're talking about this, it's all kind of just coming back to me. And with the remake, like, because you're so used to 1998 and then you play the remake, it kind of, like, overlaps, like, overwrites your, your old 1998 save and with this new remake. And yeah. it, it kind of all blends together. It's kind of weird. Um, then you had the second Birkin fight. I mean, there's many Birkin fights. If you're Claire, like, if, if, if it's Leon, it's you have that third one and then you fight Mr. X in its final form, finally, uh, for that final scene. But if you're Claire, you fight William Birkin one more time on the uh, the, the train thingy that's on a, a platform. And I thought that was pretty easy, too. That I did that on my first, uh, first run, because you get a fucking minigun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another gun that, you know... Claire has all the fun with, and Leon has to, you know, man his way through things. <laughs> yeah, she get seriously, man. You know, <laughs> she gets all the best weapons, man. Seriously. Yeah. Well, you know, in the first game, her or the first game, the first, the old version, her loadout wasn't as great. Uh, the grenade launcher was always good, but outside of that, like her gun, her handgun held less bullets, and. That bow gun was kind of shit. You can only, it was only really good in certain situations. Mm -hmm. So I guess they wanted to show her a little bit of love in this one, give her like a better loadout. Yeah. And I keep on always remember, remembering shit. The kendo scene. Boy, did they throw that in there and be like, oh my God, that's fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Killing his daughter and shit. Yeah, poor and Robert Kendo. Yep. And he also he also applied he he shot his wife too. Yeah. <laughs> he killed he had to kill his family. At least he wasn't like a like a degenerate pervert in this game. <laughs> oh. I remember in the original, like, you know, he's kind of a dick to Leon, but then like, you know, when it's Claire, he's like, Oh, sorry about that, babe. Don't worry, yeah. you're sa you're safe in here, babe. Just 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 hang out here. And he's then like, I'm keep I'm keeping a close eye on things. And then when you walk around the room, <laughs> Ed is always following you. <laughs> and then he just dies. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, real, real good, real good eye you're keeping there, dude. <laughs> yeah, so that that was pretty good to how they made Kendo into like a, a normal guy that sounded like he was from New York. 
in Missouri. Wait, so you didn't, um, did you, you said you didn't play the Ghost Survivor stuff, right? No, I didn't. What about you, Zach? Yeah, I played them. I played all of them except the extra one you unlock, just because I haven't gotten around to it yet. Uh, okay. I mean, if, if you haven't played it, Joe, we don't have to talk about it then. Okay. I mean, we could do a quick mention when we do the Survivor missions. Uh, kind of going to end the lab section here real quickly. Uh, th there was like a final, final, final Birkin fight if you do the scenario B, uh, where he's a big blob <laughs> in the fucking, yep. the fucking train. And that was easy. I mean, all you got to do is shoot the, the, the fuck me light, pretty much. <laughs> where he becomes a vagina pretty much and you have he to becomes a he becomes a Cronenberg monster <laughs> yeah uh and then also Ada uh when you find out that she's like a traitor and stuff and a mercenary just trying to get the G-Virus <laughs> and then uh Leon having like an emo moment on the train where he catches up he's like man I feel bad for her I'm like she just betrayed you and you fall in love with this person that you only met in like an hour i mean I he didn't he does he didn't fall in love with her i mean it kind of did look like he fell in love with her i mean she kind of <laughs> she forced herself on him remember he was just talking they were sitting there and then she just like fucking kisses him out of nowhere to try to persuade him to, to do the whatever shit she wants him to do and then he's like okay so he goes and do it. Uh, of course, that's of course that would happen. Mm -hmm. But, but like, he just kind of says like, "Man, I can't believe I miss her," and he just throws that bullshit away. That little ID tag thing. Yeah. <laughs> Dubs, you gotta get into the character's minds, the headspace. I think about shit way too much. <laughs> he definitely has to think for, her. <laughs> especially oh, for like, sure. less, especially like, how many years was it between that and in uh, in Resident Evil Four? Like eight years. I think so, yeah. I still can't let her go. She keeps on showing up. She keeps on showing up and, and you know, convincing him to do things he doesn't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Leon should be more alpha than beta, in my opinion. Um, a little bit. Well, he's pretty alpha, but it's just that it's that one part of him that his rookie that year just stays there. Everyone's got that. Everyone's got that, that ghost from the past that keeps haunting you. That beta. That beta-ness. Yeah. All right. Any final words on like the story? Did I miss anything key moments that I kind of skipped over? Um, trying to think. I mean, there's we talked about the stuff with Sherry in the orphanage. Ada, um, Mr. X. There was only like two boss battles, and that was pretty much with Mr. X and the many forms of uh, Birkin. I wouldn't count the gator as a boss fight. It was just like I shot a gas tank and it blew up. <laughs> You know, I mean, the story was pretty cut and dry. It's, you know, very easy to follow. Um, basically the same as the original. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, then we, we cover all the bases. Yep. All right, let's move on to uh, pretty much the final road, the stretch in the road. I totally messed up that saying, but whatever. <laughs> the home stretch. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, hardcore. Uh, let's start off with the hardcore mode. Everybody's played it. Uh, it's a little hard, I will say. When you get bit or get hit, it's automatic danger. Uh, I noticed Birkin, the first one, there was a lot more shots that he had to take on him. Uh, everything just needed more bullets. You needed to, uh, 
there was an ink ribbon compared to the standard where you, all you just had to do was go to the typewriter and um, trying to, the inventory was very scarce. Like there was not a lot of pouches there that you can get and be like, hey, I got all these pouches on me. I have a fanny pack on. But I'm, what do you think of the hardcore mode, Zach? <clears throat> uh, I like it. It's an adjustment because, yeah, you got to adjust to the fact that oh man, a zombie could grab you and put you in danger. And then, like, one of those ones that are just laying on the ground, like, they're, they're fucking crippled or some shit, and they grab your leg and ankle bite you, that that can kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you gotta get used to how much faster all the enemies move, how, the amount of damage you can take, the um, limited inventory. And I feel like you can just kind of get used to it and adjust, though. And, like, to me now, it's like, it, it feels kind of normal. Cool. So... Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, well, you you played hardcore, right? I mean, basically for like five minutes. But you know, I'm I'm familiar with it. You know, I'm, I imagine it's more or less the same as like the other hard difficulties in Resident Evil. I played a decent amount of seven, so I know it's it's similar in the sense of like I guess using ink ribbons to save now is considered hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I, and I actually understand why they would do that because I can imagine people getting into the series for the first time now and being like, "What the hell is this? I need an item to save my game." Um, like the game just usually saves itself. So I got yeah, punished I mean, for dying. Yeah, right, I know. <laughs> I know what a what a strange concept. Um, but yeah, no, I, I imagine it's. I, I played for like five minutes and I got killed twice in the gas station, and I was like, "I, I think I need to play through." A couple of the scenarios before I, I attempt this but yeah it definitely seems difficult i don't think having played it now i don't think i'll have that much of an issue when i go back mm. because um i know where everything is i think it'll be easier to dodge enemy stuff i think the 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 b scenarios from what i've experienced so far i think they're going to be very challenging on hard oh, looking that... forward to it yeah <laughs> yeah i can't wait to see zach stream it i might stream it just so that you could hear me cursing all the time <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's gonna be fun. Um, because like the, I, not to not to go off topic too much, but you guys you guys played seven, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I oh, played yeah. on Madhouse. Yeah, how did you like that? I fucking hated it. I hated my life, but I, <laughs> I, I I did it. I mean, that game felt a little different, just because at least for me, the way I played it, I on the normal difficulty, I rarely killed enemies. I ran away from everything. So. You know, when when it came to Madhouse, it's like okay, I'm I'm used to this already. I'm just gonna run. Yeah, that game. The the enemies, you can be like, peace out, motherfucker. I don't need to kill you unless you're a boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we'll get into that when Resident Evil Seven when we review it. Yeah. Survivor missions. Uh, I will talk about Hunkin' Tofu really quickly. If you remember in the uh, 1998 version. <laughs> You had to do a lot of shit, a lot of S ranks, and a lot of not saving to get this. In the remake, all you have to do is do A and B scenario, either in standard or hardcore, and you get it. And, uh... <sighs> Hunk was easy, because you have weapons. Tofu, on the other hand, all you have is knives. And pretty much, like, liquors were fucking me up the whole time. And then when Mr. X got involved, I couldn't even do it. <laughs> Zach, how'd you deal with it? <clears throat> well, uh, yeah, Hunk's pretty easy uh, playing Force Survivor with him. Uh, I mean, well, 
at first when you play it, you probably die a few times because you're trying to figure out like exactly what you do. And to me, like after I finished it, now I can just finish it whenever almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you really want to get good at dodging zombies and enemies in this game, you play that because it will make you get good at it. You have to get good at it or you, or you won't complete the mode. Um, and then Tofu is another one. It kind of does the same thing. It makes you think about dodging even more because you have to because all you have is a knife. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know there's like weird tricks or something with the knife that uh, you can do. Like so, I think somehow you can like lock liquors down and just run away from them or something. I, I haven't tried to look into it yet. But mm-hmm. um, even without that shit... I almost finished it. Uh, I think I got to the part where you're almost at the gate and I died there with tofu. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I think I can do it. I just need to keep trying. Yeah. And uh, you played the DLC, right? So uh, I kind of want to know about Kendo and what was the other uh, two? So I don't know if you had like Catherine or something like that and another, yeah, uh, another umbrella person. You play as uh, the mayor's daughter, Catherine. Uh, that's the runaway. That's what it's called. It's called runaway. Uh, and then, yeah, you play as one of the USS guys that were in Hunk's unit that uh, allegedly, he, or like he survived that attack and he's getting out of there with the G-Virus sample. Mm-hmm. And then you unlock a fourth one after you complete all three where you play as the sheriff who dies in the gas station. And it's actually pretty cool because it's kind of like a you're surviving waves of zombies. Yeah, I I was kind of disappointed. I mean, man, I, I feel like I've been a downer the whole fucking episode. Uh, <laughs> um, you just like to bitch. That's what it is. I'm from New York. It's, it's, <laughs> in, it's in my blood. That's uh, what we do over here. We <laughs> complain about everything. That's what we do in the Northeast. We just fucking coffee too hot. Fucking cool it down. Um, <laughs> I thought with the DLC, I was like, oh, we're gonna get some like side missions, maybe. Maybe we'll see what happened to Catherine. Maybe we'll see what happened to Kendo. I, what I've noticed is that they do kind of do a little story, but it's like, all right, now you just gotta run away. And I'm like, I just don't want to run away. I kind of want to explore with these characters and get some side stories. And I didn't get that. Yeah, I was uh, kind of disappointed with the DLC. I didn't really like it too much. Um, I mean, it was free, so I'm not gonna. I don't want to complain too much. But um, <clears throat> yeah, and it, it was. I was expecting more, and instead, I just got these like quick like slideshow cutscenes, mm-hmm. and then, then next thing I know, I'm running around as Robert Kendo to like techno music, <laughs> and zombies. That actually cracked me up, man. That, like when I. I think like in so you you start right outside his gun shop and then when, as soon as you get into the parking garage and you blow up all these zombies like the beat drops and then this song just starts playing and if you actually are like running at the right time you actually run almost to the exactly to the beat of the song and it's so funny it, it, it's really funny it kind of kills it for me you know um <laughs> you know be funny, what are you gonna say you know it'd be funny if they had like uh i want to be you know that hero song from Short Circuit 2. I need a hero. <laughs> Imagine you going through through that fucking level with that song from Bonnie Tyler. I need a hero. Oh. <laughs> I actually don't I don't know that song, but that might have that might have been better. 
Zach, you know what I'm talking about, right? Short circuit. Oh yeah, I totally know what, know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that battle scene in that fucking movie is fucking fun as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Five. Oh god, showing my age a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of Hunkin' Tofil, you will like this DLC. All right, we're gonna do some lightning rounds here. Since we kind of talked a lot about the game. I'm kind of going to give you guys questions and you guys just give your answer on them. Uh, we don't need to go into deep detail kind because we already went through this through the uh, Scenario A and Scenario B uh, section of the podcast. So who do you prefer to play as? We'll start with Will. Uh, definitely Claire. Yep, because more guns. Yep. Uh, Zach, what about you? Claire. I'm gonna be the opposite guy and be Leon because he's a man. <laughs> How sexist of you! I know. Yeah. Uh, second question: What was your favorite boss, Will? Uh, Mr. X, if that counts. The final form, pretty much. I get. I mean, we we talking specific like boss fight because I just like Mr. X in general. Okay, that's fair. I mean, all right. Uh, Zach, what about you? Oh, I guess, I guess it would kind of be the same. Yeah, just Mr. X and Jr. I like the final boss fight with him. I liked how he had a move that would instantly kill you no matter what if you didn't know how to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that scene, that, that took me a long time. I actually have a video of me uh, fucking up like 30 times. And I was like, oh, all I have to do is wait him out until I get the rocket launcher. I felt like an nope. idiot. <laughs> uh, mine obviously is Mr. X so that we all like Mr. X everybody likes Mr. X except idiots yes <laughs> there's, there's people that don't like him they complain about him and they're like oh he makes his game so hard I'm like all you gotta do is like learn the layout and run away <laughs> that's also, all that's, you need to do also that's the point it's supposed to make the game hard zombies mm. take too many shots I'm like I mean <laughs> yeah there's zombies you want like i have to push buttons to play this game yeah yeah it gets to that point it's like you're just complaining like just shut up <laughs> it needs to be battle royale um Fuck. <laughs> uh what's your favorite part of the game will uh definitely the rpd rpd zach what about you the same um i'm gonna have to go with laboratory uh mm. because i thought the the group monsters were interesting and I just love the visuals of the, lab the laboratory. And then finally escaping and then fighting Blob, Blob, the uh, vagina monster Birkin. If you play with Claire. Um, what is your favorite weapon, Will? Uh, probably the grenade launcher. Uh, if not that, I, I really liked the, um, the spark shot is what it was called. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I like the spark shot a lot. Zach, what about you? Uh... Let's see. Yeah, this, the spark shot's pretty cool. In the old game, it was kind of underwhelming, but in this one, it's, like, fucking awesome. And, uh... Grenade Launcher's always been a favorite. I kind of wish that they had, like, explosive rounds in this game. They just didn't have them for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, and... I really like the extra handgun Claire gets out of the, uh... The trunk of that, uh... Car in the garage. Um... It's the one that replaces a revolver, essentially. Oh, is that yeah. the one with the laser sight? 
Yeah, the yeah. Yeah, I like that one too. That one was great. It's like the best handgun in the game because of that. You don't have to wait for your aim to focus. Yeah. And it, it just does really good damage and it has good capacity. It's just great. Yeah. Mine, I would have to say the Magnum with Leon and then the submachine gun with Claire. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, hearing that submachine go, go off was, I don't know, nostalgia came in and how she holds the gun. Like, she's in place, and you're like, da, 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 da. I don't know. I'm weird. Leave me alone. Uh, uh, what is your best rank, Will, in the game? Uh, for, like, the main scenario, I, I think a B. B? I think so, yeah. Uh, Zach, what about you? I think I got an A. Um, I, I, I think I got an A, like, on my second playthrough. Or, or, no, it was, like, the third or fourth. Yeah, uh, me, I got a B because I saved so much and uh, ruined my ranking. And plus, I did a lot of exploring, so that kind of hurt me with time. The f- yeah, the first time I played, uh, I had like 30 saves. <laughs> so, I just, I don't know, just because I, I didn't know what else to expect. Like, you know. And I imagine it, the hardcore gets a little insane, too, because you can't save as much. So you have to play everything carefully. And when you're going to save, too, because ink ribbons... Speak, Joe, speak. Ink ribbons do run out. It's not like you have infinity. Yeah, they do. But I feel like at that point, when you're playing hardcore, you should already be familiar with the game. So, to me, I don't feel like it's as much of a handicap as they would lead you. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, if you're you're like us, you know, you play all these games, you're used to stuff like that, so... Yeah. You're already preconditioned to, like, have limited saves and stuff. Yeah, and if you're not familiar with that, just always make sure you're saving your ink ribbons. Yeah, uh, or, go, or go play Fortnite or something. <laughs> yeah, go play Battle Royale, you fucking noob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine, uh, we're going to move on to our final section, and it's going to be pretty quick. Uh, any final thoughts before we move on to our rating? Do you have any final words, like we're at a funeral <laughs> for Resident Evil 2 Remake, starting what you will? Um, <clears throat> I really liked it a lot as of right now. I haven't finished Kingdom Hearts 3 yet, so it's my game of the year so far. Um, th- I think this is a very good direction for Capcom to be moving in. Um, they seem to be going in a good direction in general, like you said earlier, with, with Monster Hunter, Devil May Cry, um, hopefully Mega Man at some point. They're going to keep doing this. But yeah, no, I, I really like it. I loved 7. Um, hated five, hated six, but I, I loved seven. I, I couldn't believe how good seven was. I was worried that two was going to not be as good. I think two is, is, I think it's pretty much just as good as seven. Um, it's different, but it's, it's, it's just as good. It's it set a new standard for what a Resident Evil game, uh, can and, and should be. And so I'm, I'm very, I'm very satisfied with it. And I, I really hope that Capcom keeps doing this. They keep going in this direction and yeah, overall it's very good. Nice. Zach, final words. Um, I really liked it. It pretty much was everything I ever hoped it would be, I guess. There really is not much to complain about with it for me. A lot of it is just little nitpicky things that don't really matter that much. Mm -hmm. Um, like, uh, it makes me excited for the series again. Like, I'm I'm looking forward. I, I feel optimistic, you know, and I haven't felt that way in a really long time. Um, I like Seven. 
but I also thought seven was kind of weird. And I, I had, after you play it all the way through, like I literally had no idea what direction the series was going to go. And even though that game was good, mm-hmm. it still felt really uncertain to me. Yeah. Um, this one, I, if this was me, I think they should use this remake as a springboard to reboot the whole series. Cause there was talk about rebooting the series anyway. Uh, but that's just what I think. Okay. Um, me, on the other hand, I I would agree that it's in a good direction. I think every Resident Evil that they make from now on should be in this format. I do, I like RE7. I do, but like you said, Zach, it was kind of weird. And I think first person, I don't want a first person Resident Evil game. I kind of want that third person view that they had in Resident Evil 2 Remake to be the rest of the Resident Evil games. I think they need to follow that formula because RE2 Remake was really, really good. And so far, it is also my game of the year. Not because I'm a Resident Evil fan. It's just that I haven't had a good Resident Evil game in a long time. And this is above Resident Evil 7. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. It's my game of the year as well. Nice. (laughs) So we all like Mr. X and we all think it's the game of the year. Uh, Let's get into our rating. Uh, Will... Since you are new here, um, I want your top five uh, Resident Evil games that you like. Or in five being the worst, and then number one being the best. Uh, let's see here. We got... This is a little hard. Um, can, I, can I start from one? Sure. I would definitely say I still think Resident Evil HD is my favorite. I still think that's like you know the the pinnacle of the series for me. Um, following that, I, I guess I'd say I uh, this might change at some point, but I guess I'd say two the re, the remake of two right now. All right, two remake. Um, followed by seven. Followed by three, and then. Uh, Fifth would have to be Resident Evil 4. That was very difficult for me to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of... I kind of, you know, forced it on you. You know, it's okay. It's... It's it's hard to make. I mean, I I could tell you... I could tell you much more easily the games I don't like. Um, Those are definitely the top five, though. I'd say I love each of those almost equally. Cool. All right, uh, Zach... We're moving on to our big list. Uh, at the moment, you have Resident Evil 2 1998 at the number two spot, and you have Resident Evil 1 at the five spot. Where do you put Resident Evil 2 Remake at? <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to shift things around a little bit. Oh. I'm going to put a new RE2 at the number two spot and put the old one at three. Look at you. Uh, this could change still because mm-hmm. I'm I'm running through a lot of the games I have not actually played in a while, so things things could change. Okay. Um, I have Resident Evil 2 1998 at the number three spot, and Resident Evil One at the seven spot. I am putting Resident Evil 2 Remake at number two spot. So looks like me and Zach have identical uh, number two and three. Yeah. I wonder what 
number one is. <laughs> I actually I'm curious. What, what is number one? Or are we not talking about that today? Uh, the way we do it, because you, uh, I mean, we're going to change this probably when you come on more episodes, but we have all the games are 13 games. So Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, Remake, uh, Outbreak, and all that stuff. I think we left out R2, uh, Resident Evil HD, but that could still be classified as Resident Evil 1. Hmm. Um, but we do, like, every episode, we put a game in there. So, like, right now we're doing Re Resident Evil 2 Remake. That's why we added it to our list. I kind of wanted, oh, okay. wanted your top five just in case you're not on some of the episodes. Okay. Yeah. But you're welcome to come on the rest of the episodes if you want to be on all of them. Definitely. I'd love to talk about three. Um, maybe in some of the other ones. I'd have to really, like... I'd want to replay some of them. Mm -hmm. It has been a while. Like I know I was I was doing that like countdown stream, but I really only got through a couple of the games, so you know a lot of them are still unfamiliar to me. Yeah, we're we're playing all of them again, <laughs> so our mind is uh, nice. Yeah. Well, that that that's the end pretty much. Um, this was the Nemesis Project uh, on Game Journal on YouTube. We also have it on my website, which is nerdreview.com. And I also have it on Podbean, where I have the audio version of it, where it's novnetwork.podbean.com. Uh, so if you want just audio, you could download it there. If you want to just put it on a website, it's on nerdreview.com. And if you're only YouTube only, like that's the only website you go in your entire life, go on YouTube and type in Game Journal, and it will be uploaded there with some, uh, with some footage that will be edited there. Um, Will, I want to thank you, and it looks like you're going to be coming on more episodes, so you're probably going to be seeing more Will, who is part of Daily Dorks, who is on a hiatus at the moment, you said? Yeah, I mean, I, I always do this. I kind of, like, get busy with real life, and then I kind of stop making... You can follow me on Instagram, though, where I'm, I post stupid videos all the time, so... What's your Instagram, if you want to plug it? Uh, what is my Instagram? I don't even know the name. Uh, <laughs> it's Dr. Dr. Mm -hmm. Dr. Dinosaur Music. Nice. And he did do my intro to uh, Escape from SideQuest, which is me and Andy. Uh, we do our video game podcast. It's really good. That's actually one of our most downloaded uh, episodes is the premiere, uh, the debut of the intro you made for us. Oh, nice. Well, I'm glad you guys like it. <laughs> and I thank you for making it. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Zach, what is your next stream? <clears throat> Uh, I guess I am gonna finish the Claire A hardcore playthrough soon, mm -hmm. and then I'll probably switch back to Survivor for a hot minute because uh, it doesn't it's, take long to beat. It's an hour and a half, pretty much. Yeah, and so I'll, I'll actually finish that out, and then I suppose I'll bounce back to Leon B hard, and then I'll move on to Code Veronica. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to stream Resident Evil 3 time uh, to refresh my mind on it. And uh, probably some Kingdom Hearts because I, I need to start playing that. <laughs> I know that's not Resident Evil, but whatever. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good game so far. Yep. On that note, everybody, I thank you for stopping by for Resident Evil 2 Remake. This is one of our longest episodes that we recorded. Actually, it's on the nose. We did an hour and a half. But, uh... Thank you guys for stopping by, and see you next time for Resident Evil 3 
uh, for part one, uh, part three of the birth episode. See you guys later. See ya. See ya.